0: And welcome friends, enemies, and former lovers, because those are the only people I assume are listening to this podcast. My name is Addie DeVelvis. It feels like it's been really long since I've last talked to you, but it hasn't been, so I don't know what's up with that. Time is a social construct, as is gender and taxes. Though I mostly support taxes. Or just eating the rich, which could be a taxation of carbohydrates. Welcome to Slam Your Ex Poetry. So, y'all want to read a haiku or two? One. When I'm with you, time itself does not exist. So we get fucked up. Two, theoretically, yes, I'm sort of deeply horny, but not constantly. Three, could I be alone? Thought not and then found myself, found bliss in this. Four, Southpaw, feeble joke. By numbers, we die sooner. We throw a good punch. Five. Take down the mirrors. I can't stand to see myself. Fucking ingrown hairs. Six. Love a good villain. Don't treat me like a damsel. Until I beg you. Seven. No witnesses, please. Don't want to see you see me. Scared to watch you run. Eight. Trying to make me. The fuck does my nose look like? Tis impossible. 9. Your feelings aren't mine. And they're not mine to protect. Don't put them on me. 10. Cover me in hoodies. Give me an amorphous form. Hide behind the cloth. 11. Pretty isn't nice doesn't make me safe to you. I'll eat you with glee. 12. Happy-go-lucky, then a shift towards the darkness. I never know when. 13. I'll sit how I please. I won't sit like a lady. I'm not a noble. Hey, that was a haiku or two. (laughs) So, this week's theme, as we've been tweeting about, which, if you don't follow us on Twitter, my feelings are personally hurt. They're not, I don't care that much. I mean, I kind of, you should follow us on Twitter, though. This is our identity episode, which was conceived and babied by our own dear Nico Carleo.
1: Hey, guys, it's me.
0: I'm sorry, you just sounded like you were entering the full house house.
1: That's kind of my basic aesthetic for the general public. Danny Tanner vibes, man. What you got to go for?
0: We are going to get into Let's Edit Reddit in a second. And I kind of have an assumption that the theme for this episode was based in the theme for Let's Edit Reddit, which is yelling at people.
1: A lot of that, yes. Or just yelling about, just yelling about people. Because people deserve to be yelled about. So I actually have a, a Reddit post that I found that I think is wild. What's happening? But mm-hmm. like the power
0: has been taken from me and I
1: hate it. Okay, so <laughs> gird your loins.
0: Oh, consider them girded.
1: This is actually not about a sexual relationship, but just a very different one. Okay. How do I, 17-year-old female, tell my mother she is too loud when she is having sex? Oh, no. Yeah. It's very—it's a lot. So they say that their father died three years ago in a car accident. It was a very hard time. She hasn't dated anybody until four months ago, until she met this guy. Um, she says that they went to high school together. She kind of reminds her, her okay. of her dad. So, yeah. Right now, like, I understand. If this is your getting back on the horse, hell yeah. But...
0: Does this guy not have Uh, a house of his own? Oh, gosh. Like, what the hell are you doing bringing this dude to your... I don't know. I'm kind of mad at your mom here. Okay, but continue. I mean, like, I'm totally here. I'm not mad at your mom for having sex. But I do think there are lines to be drawn of, like, when parents can bring that into a household around children who can understand what's going on.
1: Yeah. So, and here's where it gets, like, definitely a little inconsiderate. Um, (laughs) They usually go at it when they think I'm sleeping. I don't know if they realize the walls aren't soundproof. It's very honestly very sweet. It's like sometimes I can handle it, like if it's like a ten to fifteen minutes, even up to twenty. But apparently there are some nights where they go for an hour or more.
0: I'm so happy for your mom.
1: And they try and be silent, but I still hear the bed moving and my mother moan.
0: I'm so sorry. Um, I also would like to take this moment to apologize to my little sister, who shares a wall with my parents.
1: Ooh ooh ooh. I love explain you. why she stealed to the world. Uh, she, yeah. she seems very strong. So like um, is there a way to do this?
0: Is there a way to talk Dude, wait, about she's 16.
1: She's 17.
0: She said, se- "Okay, you just I'm sorry. Like I don't mean to be like the- way to do this is open communication but like girl your mom needs to know that you can hear her because it sounds like she doesn't know you're not a child so it's not like you have to dance around the fact that you know what sex is you're 17 years old you you have you just have to tell her you can hear her i'm sorry like it's awkward and it's terrible but like tell her to buy a new bed or like turn on a box fan it'll
1: keep you cool during during The the coitus, as it were. Yeah, we're like playing some
0: quiet music. Like, silent sex is almost never silent. Don't fucking fool yourself. You got to turn on something to drown it out. No one can bone down in silence. And they shouldn't either. Um... (laughs) No, like I don't know, like no one's an asshole, and like there's not like really a problem, but you just, I mean, there's you're gonna have to be like, yeah. man, listen. I found my mom's vibrator one time, and it turned on because it fell, and it was really, it was there, and I thought it was a murderer, and my sister and I had to go find it, and it was a very old-fashioned-looking vibrator. Um, I don't like, think did, it actually, a, did
1: it have like a crank or no, like it clockwork was parts? A pointy. It, it
0: was just like a long. Point. All right. Sometimes sex happens and you just gotta tell your mom you can hear her. I'm so sorry. I'm dying inside.
1: Yeah, no, this is just like the worst of any awkward situation. So yeah, now that I've made you uncomfortable, yeah, I'm sure that you can do the same.
0: Okay. Am I the asshole for participating in a, in a dare during Truth or Dare without telling the guy I would get off on it?
1: Okay. Um, is it, okay, is it, okay. Please continue. I have so many different, like, possible scenarios about, is it it a woman? Is it a man? Like, what do they mean by getting off?
0: It doesn't actually, oh, okay, she's a girl, he's a guy. She was at a house party, everybody was trashed, a group ended up playing truth or dare, most of the dares were somewhat sexual, um, hot guy dared, got dared to spank me. We both went along with it. At first he just kind of lightly swatted me, but his friends started making fun of him for hitting like a girl and I laughed along and then he really laid into me for a few minutes.
1: You, have a little, you having a little time there, Annie?
0: No, it's fine.
1: No, this is very like this
0: is hot as shit. This
1: is this is kind of hot. Okay, like good problem, I guess. Are
0: you just writing a fantasy on Reddit?
1: Oh, this does very much feel like that. It's very well written, which not for nothing, but it's very well written. <laughs>
0: True. Uh, she was very turned on by the whole thing. She's a huge spanking kink. Who fucking doesn't? A uh, big believer in consent. Way to go. So I've been feeling pretty awful because she thinks it's pretty fucked up to involve someone in something sexual without their knowledge. But, like, I, I don't know how a grown adult could spank someone in public without knowing it's at least somewhat sexual.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: uh... I feel like if you do the... like, Okay, okay I need to phrase this completely correctly so I don't victim blame at all, but I feel like if you do something sexy... Especially, like, directly involving someone who is consented, like, in this situation. So If you do something sexy to someone, you shouldn't be allowed to be offended by how effective it is. As long as they don't enforce it on you. I know that's, like, a lot of things. But basically, like, it doesn't matter how fucking wet you got from that as long as you didn't, like, rub your cat on him afterwards.
1: I mean, it's also in truth or dare, like, I don't know how hardcore your friends are, but, I mean. If I didn't want to spank somebody in public, I would have been like, yo, I'm not doing that.
0: Here's a happy ending. Oh. Oh. I mean, not just masturbation, which I'm sure happened. He messaged her and said he had a great time the other night. Yeah, he did. So, like, girl, you're going to bone. Okay, I guess that I honestly wanted to use this mostly to ask you uh, an invasive question. Um, oh. You ever had any sexy truth or dare moments?
1: I have actually Not. Yeah, no, I was so petrified of truth or dare and also social situations as a (laughs) youth that they never really happened. And then by the time I got to college, when I like most people are just going wild with them, I was like, oh, this is all dumb. Mm. So I didn't do them then either. Um,
0: Yes or no question. Spanking kink. Uh, yes. Ha Ha-ha! ha! Ha 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 ha!
1: Okay, so you got your <laughs> win. So let's look at the next one.
0: Yeah, we have no advice for you. Congratulations. I want this to happen to me. Yeah.
1: You're like not completely the asshole, but.
0: The I feel like fa- you're kind of an asshole for getting this to happen to you and writing about it. I'm jealous. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling the people sitting next to me at a restaurant that not all Asian people are Chinese?
1: Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. Um, No. No, no. <laughs> Uh, I mean, no.
0: Uh, Older white people, uh, they're on a date. Guy chose the restaurant. I'm so shocked. He keeps going on and on about how great of a place it is and how you can tell the food is legit because of all the Chinese people eating here. Oh. The woman keeps saying how she doesn't know about Chinese food because they... Eat weird things, then spend five minutes berating the waitress about how the menu is large, but there are very free gluten-free options. Oh, this is delicious. Okay, so... He turned to this person, who is, they put in parentheses, I'm not Asian, tried to engage me in their convo about asking about one of the items I ordered. At this point, instead of explaining what type of Chinese dish uh, I'm eating, told him flatly that we aren't eating Chinese food and that there are almost no Chinese people sitting in this restaurant eating. Actually, most people sitting here are Indonesian or Korean. They're speaking Indonesian and Korean, not Chinese. And that almost all of the staff are Malaysian. No, no you're not an asshole. This is great.
1: Yeah, this is, this is very good. Like, I'm mad that you post posted it on him on the ass because you're very obviously not. But this is a good thing that you did. Good for you. I'm just so pissed off at this couple. I'm glad that it was all, it was, ugh, I hope you are shamed out of eating there again. But also still get the takeout so you can support the Malaysian people that work there.
0: Have you ever kind of had this happen?
1: Not entirely. So for those of you that don't know what I look like, I am, I am Puerto Rican, but I'm also mixed uh, with my... I'm, so I'm mixed in brown and not everybody knows what brown that is so sometimes I will go into like food mart things and they'll just kind of start talking to me in their language
0: oh but it's kind of almost sweet it,
1: it really is it really is sweet like cause it, it it's nice like brown solidarity but like it's like I'm so sorry I can't I can't I'm so sorry this is
0: a melting pot we all look sort of like video game simulations at this point um, no we don't all but a lot of us do <laughs> All right, so we fixed the internet, and it's time for angst and sex. I just feel like the more I say that title, it's just my entire life. Nico is going to read some poetry with us this week, because Nico wrote poetry, and a lot of it needs to be read by him. Not that I haven't read your poetry before, but...
1: It's true, but yeah, I kind of wanted to, you know, speak to your ear holes. (laughs) This piece is called Hard Reset. Why do we play this tired game, avoiding the freshly found truth, goading it to come back to our conscious and surprise us all anew? I'd murder to make you forget, or implant an alternate timeline with better-dropped hints, bigger mind, better soul. A herculean task arrives before me, cleansing all the self-stirred shit bleaching the bones of our bond, yet the damn spot still remains. Perhaps I should fall away? Uh, Return with a fresh face, fake name, uh, with the same old cause, where I can trick you to trust me again. But on and on we play pretend. The sky above falls out. No more stars to safely steer our wayward hearts home.
0: This is a lesbian crush poem. Thump, thump, my telling heart goes pounding under the floorboards, the planks of my ribs. Everyone can hear it. Thump, thump. Although hidden, my heart tells the tales, the thoughts of love and hope to all those around. Thump, thump goes my heart. I hope no one can hear the telling of tales and dreams. Thump, thump. Each time we pass, her smile, a beauty, her eyes captivating. Thump, thump, look who, the teasing and torment, but I'm too distracted to care. Thump, thump, noticing where her locker resides, how they walk faster than us. Thump, thump, this shouldn't be happening. Thump, thump, I mean, is she even into girls? Thump, thump, I can't, thump, thump, focus anymore. Thump, thump, trailing off. Thump, 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 thump.
1: This poem is called Photograph. Finally, it is proven with a careful study and steady stills the proof is in front. You love me in this photo, the pixels don't lie, a fleeting look captured, smile showing a secret signal, your eyes a portal where I can see you clear as day. This is the same light leaping the moment I see you again, a warming glow transporting us to a time less jaded.
0: This piece is called Switch. She's in charge, for now. She's in black, for now. She's learned how to steal the voice of the shadows, and she'll use it, for now. She holds you for now. She molds you for now. She owns you for as long as she pleases until the tide changes. For now. For now, she needs a savior. For now, she asks for strength. For now, her power is scattered and she needs you to hold it and bind it and own it. For now. Oh, that was angst and sex. Look at that.
1: Hey fellas, who do you think would win in a fight to the death? Harry Potter or Vegeta? Uh, that's definitely Vegeta. Harry Potter would be like, eh, it's Billy Armas, and Vegeta would just punch him in the solar plexus, and he'd fly into a mountain and disintegrate into a fine mist. Who do you think would be a worse landlord? Goddard from Jimmy Neutron, or Billy from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Oh, it would definitely be Goddard. He would just keep eating all of your household appliances every time you bought them, and eat all the nuts and bolts out of your carpenter box. So do you guys think that Bill Gates could make knitting as successful as the personal computer? What is this, baby hour? Of course he could. I'm Marcus Dreskel. I'm Tommy Calhoun. And I'm Tim. And together, we are the Versus Extreme Podcast. We take all your who would wins and what do you think would happen ifs and turn them into comedy. We upload every Tuesday, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Versus Extreme, where you can also send us your own questions that we will answer on the show. Okay, okay. But if Wolverine, as portrayed by Hugh Jackman, were a woodchuck, how much wood could he chuck? Uh, huh? Uh, huh? Come
0: on. So, um, Nico, I would like to invade you with a question.
1: Okay, yeah. And I
0: would like for you to invade me with a question.
1: Okay, let's let's go. Even yeah. exchange.
0: And yeah, do you have an order in mind?
1: Mmm. You go ahead first.
0: Penetrator's rights, okay. God. So you are a bi man. This is true. Tell me a coming out story. Um, yeah, I started easy, right? You were so scared.
1: Yeah, not not yeah yeah definitely every time. Um, so, well, when I came out, it was in college. I mean, I had never been with a man. Like, I had like a male love interest in one play, but <laughs> that was the extent. Uh, he did try to tongue me the second weekend, which was not ideal. I've kissed men in like directing scenes, and because it's, I never thought of it as a thing. And then I was uh, drunk as a skunk. My either during the last semester of my senior year or that summer, and I was just talking about it with my uh, my main partner, who is also bisexual. And I, I just kept on going on and like talking around it. And then at one point, I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm I'm bi." Oh shit! I am bisexual.
0: That's such a you way to figure that out.
1: And I it was this fucking eureka moment, and it was just very cool. It was a, it was a very very comforting kind of coming out. So at least what's I your po- type
0: of guy. Oh, okay.
1: So we're going double down, okay? Yeah, I mean
0: it's a continuation. That's it's true part two.
1: Um, ah oh god, it it really hurts to say in a weird way, but I am st- I'm still into like white, white boys. They were they were all the boys that I had crushes on growing up. I also, think it
0: makes sense though, because yeah. you haven't had them destroy you like they've already destroyed most of the like like straight or by women that I know. Like we were already like, "Oh god, no."
1: Oh, don't worry. I know I know how what a danger. But no it offense white boys. hasn't happened to you yet? Exactly, and that's the scary
0: thing. You had to get burned to figure it out. (laughs)
1: That's okay. I also like um, uh, just like very nicely toned black men. It just... So after I realized that I was gay, I realized how gay I was for every (laughs) single action movie lead that I watched over and over again. Mm. And a lot of, just so much Will Smith. Like a lot of things, I don't really have a, a huge... Preference in people. Like I just want like sweet. Uh all right, so I have one for you. And this oh. may be a little on the nose given the theme, but how many different performative identities do you think you have?
0: Performative identities?
1: Yeah, like you have to be this type of person for one group or this type of person with another, or do you
0: Jesus, I mean I don't even like I exist as a performative identity. <laughs> Uh, Totally. There's the the family me. There's a family without my parents around me. There's the only around people who I met as an adult me, which honestly, I feel like is maybe the closest to being actual me is when I'm like socializing with people who didn't know me as a child. You know, kind of like a found friends and family sort of thing. But even then, like, I'm still a little performative because social anxiety makes me overcompensate. That's why I like talking in this closet. Sometimes for me, I can express how I'm feeling or where I'm at by going a little bit overboard into a performative identity, which is sort of just a part of me. Does that make sense?
1: That does make a lot of sense. Like, part exploration. Yeah. Every time you perform, you explore. So...
0: And I don't know, yeah, I don't have a, I'm not going to lie, this episode was actually sort of hard for me because I don't have a super solid sense of, like, my soul identity because I don't mm. really know if I believe in souls or if that's a thing or if we're just a collection of our decisions. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Did that answer any question?
1: I think there, there's an answer there. I
0: feel like I David lynch that. Okay.
1: Um,
0: okay. Uh, what is, what is, like, okay, I don't know if this is going to make sense when I say it, but, like, your most fun identity.
1: Um, I think my most fun identity is the one that I uh, get to do at my job. So I have mentioned it probably one or two before, but I work at a uh, a children's museum and theater, one with a lot of puppets. (laughs) Uh, I, at least for the past year, I've had two days out of the week where I go and I am like the fun field trip guy because it's a lot of kids coming there on field trips and that is just... So much fun. Like, I just get to be a slightly exaggerated, like, cool, like, you don't know how fucking old I am because you don't have a concept of age yet. They think you're so
0: cool. (laughs) They think, they're like, oh my God, it's an adult.
1: This adult's talking
0: to me? They make puppets? Um, I kind of have a follow-up question for that. Okay, yeah. Um, Because I know we're talking about identity a lot. And so often when it comes into identity, it's like, my identity as, um, you know, like a a woman, my identity as as a queer woman, my identity is this and that. Um, how much of your identity do you feel like is composed of and influenced by um, labels like that?
1: Mm. I this is something I've been really kind of wrestling with as I'm getting older.
0: Wrestling, stressing, and wrestling.
1: Wrestling with. I'm. Yeah, we're keeping it. Um, and I think they're thinking about like performative identities, like the performative identity of masculinity, mm. especially as a uh, a Latin dude. Uh, We're usually very much depicted as like uh, aggressive and um, not necessarily forceful, but very adamant. And I am not really that person. On top of, of, yeah. A lot of my identity used to be made up of what others needed to perceive about me. Mm. And it's really cool. Sometimes you gotta fuck up a lot like that to kind of get towards something that I feel, I feel like every person that I meet to a certain extent gets me. Like just me now, and it's very—it's thank you. It's very relaxing. Oh God.
0: Let's do man versus self. Nico, shall you start us off again?
1: It sounds good to me. This poem is called B L G. My friends, my colleagues, my curious observers, please give me a moment in these trying times, for there is something stuck on my heart—a spiky barnacle stuck to my soul. I suffer from BLG, bad Latino guilt. Not in that bad hombre type of way, more like the barely passable Spanish way. BLG is a growing affliction, an epidemic, sweeping young Latin folk like smallpox through the islands. I'm that bad Latino who fought his curls, straightening them into line, only to have him spring back in rebellion. Uh, while my hips don't lie, the language is a little lost. As shocking as it sounds, you may not even know how bad you are. When surrounded by a sea of white, your brown skin may just be a dark tan. Why should you identify as something you never see? And when you do see yourself on the screen, it is only the worst of humans. Why is it I always play the villain? You are afflicted with a lack of place, where you must alter and morph your armor to blend in, creating camouflage out of cotton polos or skinny jeans and colored bangs. The affliction is in remission, but flare-ups can occur when the R's don't roll and the diction proves too clear for the race to come out on top. Will I only see myself as a race imposter, or can these disparate elements reform into a healthy figure? Why should I have to do it in the first place?
0: This piece is called Power Nerd. Everybody duck. Here comes Power Nerd. Flying high on performance anxiety and her desperate demand to outpace the herd. Whose neurotic mind has her pacing tell three. She starts fires as if she's not always burned. She's defined by the numbers she knows that you've seen. She worries her luck never turns. She chokes down the poison she stirred. She spits out irredeemable words and hopes it's enough to leave society.
1: This piece is called Accidental Guardian. What about me? screams, trust me, small child, other than... screaming trust me with every accidental action. Not a day goes by without some tiny human allowing express access to their nascent mindscape with great power yada yada. I just never fancied myself and Uncle Ben. What is it that calls them to me? Like some piping melody played at a frequency too hard to hear. Cool uncle or stern mentor. What class of adult do you need? Reinforce a weakened position, or fill the gaps in a parent figure firewall. Tis the sworn duty of the unknown needed, to fill her father, the accidental guardian. Just please, for the love of God, don't ask me to like Fortnite.
0: Our next piece is called Pretty Girls Don't Have Problems. Only Fans. Thought you weren't supposed to touch the art. Not that I'm always opposed to acting out, but If I'm such a dream, made of marble and cream, why is it you expect me to bend? You say dirty hands are my end, so when the boorish press hands into treasure, filthy tourists just taking their pleasure, I blast them with pride, since I cannot hide. With their eyes heavy pinned on my back, no matter who wins, I can only attack she's pretty he says she's with me he says she only matters as long as she's with me he says when everyone wants to possess and i'm magic only if i'm undressed and all that matters is who's been impressed the art stole itself she confessed
1: this poem is called bye bye baby hey look ma i'm gay or at least halfway not sure if this is a surprise in any way the queer was strong in here, and my subconscious was shit at hiding it. Why I never wondered about this obsession with fiction filled with fine femmes and bare chested boys and only the most genuinely gender fucked rock stars. No worries for concerned parties. It proves hard for me to be at either end of the pendulum swing for more than a passing beat, never knowing when that flipping motion will send me hurtling back the other way. Why not keep you on your toes? Wait for it to hit me like a truck, let my limbic system run amok, just never knowing who I want to fuck. At least the anxiety of my younger days comes from a much more valid place. Why I felt the same fear feigning calm with the cute blonde boy and the befreckled girl, not to mention the comparable crushes on the rugged youth pastor with the wide smile and the eccentric teacher with the giant hair Now, I live as the bacon of an LGBT, leading a life so savory and decadent, former me would weep at the freedom. Eat me. Gay. Yes, yes indeed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that was Man vs. Self. So, we are winding to the end of our lovely egotistical egress. Ooh, I came over that off the cuff. Speaking of off the cuff, it's time for that. So, Nico. Yeah. You feel like writing a haiku?
1: Sure, let's let's give it a little good old college try.
0: Okay, write me a haiku about your hair.
1: About my hair.
0: I've caught that it ties in.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <gasps> Curly waves of black. Keeps me warm and keeps me me. Spr- spring me to freedom. <laughs> All right. Curly waves of black keeps me warm and keeps me, me, spring me to freedom.
0: I like that when you come up with haikus, it's just like, he mouths what he's saying, so you can just hear his mouth moving and him counting. (laughs) Oh, God. Hit me.
1: Okay. Write me a haiku about your favorite outfit.
0: Hmm. What's my favorite outfit? Velvet power suit. Um, my gay ass busting. a move. My gay ass busting a move. Um, I look like a spy. I look like a spy. Velvet power suit. My gay ass busting a move. I look like a spy. I'm very excited for Charlie's Angels. I'm not expecting it to be good. I'm expecting it to be great, and I know what I'm coming for, so I'm gonna be very happy. Alright, my beloved gang, it is time for us to part ways once again, so it's time to pack your feelings up and keep them to yourself again unless you lovingly deposit them at my sweet, sweet girlfriend the Void's house. Our next episode is going to be November 22nd. We will tweet you guys some prompts, which is the November before Thanksgiving. So we haven't, you know, picked a specific prompt, but I'm pretty sure it'll be something to do with family or maybe family's just our prompt. Who knows? Lucy-goosey. Keep it light. Please uh, follow us on Twitter at Slam Your and check out our website, SlamYourEx.com, for information and submissions. Well, for your submissions. We don't have submissions for you yet. This is our submission to you. I'm submitting this to your ear holes. Enjoy. Please leave a review if you like us on whatever platform you prefer and spread the word to all of your artsy, queer... Tell your friends to listen to our podcast. Give my sweet, demanding girlfriend, The Void, an intimate hair washing. Have a good weekend, guys.